Hello, it's Danielle. And Buck. And this is Kat. And you're listening to our podcast, Through the Ringer. And we're, today we're talking about episode four of The Courtship, The Two New Suitors. Just two. Just two. Not the two, but just two new suitors. <laughs> Thank you for that, <laughs> that correction That, that there. clarification. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just didn't want necessary. anyone getting confused. Yeah, we're down to only two now. <laughs> the show is over. Yeah, so on the last episode, it leaves us on this cliffhanger of two strangers walking into the final ball. So it picks right back up there at episode four um, at the end of the ball with the two new suitors. Buck, you want to tell us who they are? Um, Okay, so we have Dr. What is it? Dr. Hatem. 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 Okay, Dr. Hatem and Mr. Judge. And can we just say, Dr. Hatem, though they only gave us a quick shot in the last episode, the moment he starts speaking, I know I'm done for. This man is from Ireland, and that already puts him leagues above everybody else. Oh. Cat melted. I did. Didn't they, wasn't the intro, like, wasn't he shirtless or something? Yeah, and it's like, B, his B-roll, he's shirtless. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's or like, an intense I don't, is that body. B-roll? Is that what it's called? I always call it B-roll. Just whatever's not the main plot. Okay. B. Everything, everything B-roll. is B-roll that is, like, not the core show. Right. <laughs> so we have Miss Remy, you know, meeting these two new guys, and it cuts to her B-roll interview, and I thought it was... Super funny because she pointed out the obvious that all of the other guys are really insecure right now. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. We knew it was going to happen. They all look like they were about to stab everyone in the room. Yes. But before we move on, first, I want to talk about these two new suitors. So when they walk in the room, we got like just a shot of them. Kat obviously is a team doctor. Obviously. McSteamy. I know Buck? I know that Danielle is not team doctor. We've already established that you don't like doctors. Yeah. Again, I just said, Ugh, another man for me to mistrust walking through the store. <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Immediately I was just skeptical of him. Um I will say the tall one, Mr. Judge, he caught my eye solely because he looks like the lead in many books that i've read <laughs> so oh <my laughs> your projection there yeah just like the beautiful eyes that dark hair that you just want to run your fingers through mm-hmm. tall i was like okay and what's really interesting is when she was speaking to mr judge she had to like stutter she stuttered she had to like clear she was like, her Hi, voice uh, uh, i oh yeah nice to meet you and i'm like same girl same um I do want to say that I don't like it when they when shows do this. When they bring in new contestants? Yeah. Fuck, they got to spice it up. They were rolling through contestants, they too. They were. Yeah, but, like, she already established, like, Miss Remy at the beginning of the show, like, the first episode where she had to send people home. Mm-hmm. She's like, I might be sending people home that, like, I could have fallen in love with or whatever. She just didn't have enough time to know them yet. Yeah. And so then I was expecting him to bring like back two people that had been eliminated already, like at the very beginning of the show. Yeah. But they were all eliminated. Honestly, let's not beat around the bush because they either royally sucked personality wise or they just were boring, you know? So like they got to bring in fresh meat. 
to Yikes. stir the pot. I guess I don't know. I just I, I in the spirit of like competition, it doesn't seem fair to me. Okay, like these two guys just get Buck like Buck is starting to sound like Captain Kim over here. Yeah, oh my sure. Can you gosh. find more things to complain about, Buck? It's just <laughs> <laughs> It's just not fair. Like ugh. All right. Not All right. fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh I don't know. It just seems like they get to just skip to like the how many rounds? How many elimination rounds? Yeah, but it only it doesn't ensure them any closer to Miss Remy because if anything they have to work twice as hard because they're competing against gentlemen that have already established relationships with her. Sure, but at the so, same time, there's less at at this point in the show. There's less people, so you're dividing the time up by less people. If that makes sense. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because she's already got strong connections with some of the people out there all right well so, we don't have to harp on this too long i just wanted to point it out that i don't like it there. okay well we've established buck doesn't like obvious plot twists that are in 99.9 percent of reality tv shows this is going to be a reoccurring theme on this <laughs> podcast i believe stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what obvious thing pisses buck off today <laughs> don't worry if you're wondering i'll just i'll be sure to let you know you, you don't he's gonna be like i really don't like when they interview the lead it just for some reason really bothers up me the flow of the show when they pay attention to the lead you know Right. I guess it does sound a lot like Captain Kim. Yeah, it does. You d- yes, very much. If I could have delivered that blow any easier, um, Captain Kim is. Bucked. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna be sure not to do that moving forward because I don't like him. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's get into this. We have the two men. They're obviously attractive men. The the OG men are threatened. Um, Mr. Judge, I did just go. Ugh. <laughs> When he said this, I feel like I've met you before. And then Remy was all like, and we know Miss Remy, she was over there stripping, not stripping, (laughs) tripping and stuttering, (laughs) um, just like over her words. And she goes, the way you're looking at me, I feel that way too. And I was like, oh my God, is this, is this real? Uh, Anyways. Okay. So, I mean, we don't really get to know anything about them at first. I feel like one is a doctor, one is from a really small town. Yeah, about yeah, 800 in case, people. Yeah, in case there. you didn't know, is that he's from a small town with about a population of 800 people. Yeah. 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 Um, he so says that he says that multiple times. One thing I do love about this episode that we're going to touch on more, I'm sure, but we finally get a peek at the real like lives timelines. Like we get more, yeah, more should it, footage of the guys in a group setting. Yeah, yeah, we do. We we are starting, and I'm I'm hopeful that, and I think we said this last time, but I'm hopeful that as less and less men get there, they obviously need to fill the show time with more things, and so we're gonna get to know more of the B-roll, as Buck and I like to call it, oh, right? Of, the establishing shots. Yeah, of of the gentlemen and just getting to know. To actually get to see how they are. So, um, all right. So we move in. We're back at the, the Cracker Box, the boys' clubhouse, whatever we've been calling it. Um, still nicer than my house. Um, and right off the bat, the boys are being, like, all territorial, puffing their chest. And, like, I can't remember who's sitting 
together. Is it Casanova? Uh, no, Ca- Casanova. 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 Um, Danny B. Uh, and then Captain Kim, and they're like, "Oh, these guys are gonna have to earn their dark place around <laughs> yeah. here." And it's Captain like- Kim's like, "Let's give them respect first. Like, we should respect them, and you know, just see what happens." And that no, it was what Mister Sings a lot. It oh, wasn't Mr. Shanklin. Yeah, he was like, uh, no, man, they got earned my respect. Right. And then Shanklin, I wrote this down with a big WTF because it pissed me off so bad. He said, I'm a very competitive person. I'm going to start marking my territory soon. But, what? Yeah, I, yeah, that was a head scratch. I was like, are you going to just like start pissing Pain? on the furniture? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Also, it's just like, are you delusional? Like, there is nothing between you and Miss Remy. Except for a lot of bad songs, which we'll right. talk about again later. Yeah. Yeah. But then we also have a scene with the two new guys, Dr. Hatem and Mr. Judge, sitting with none other Ugh. than Mr. Bokikio. And I think it's pretty safe to say we're collectively not a fan. He sucks. He sucks. <laughs> and collectively, I hate him. Every time he talks, I hate him more. But by the end of this episode... I am starting to just lose respect for Nicole the more she feeds into this man's ego. So, but what's funny is, like, they're just, you know, trying to talk to him and have a conversation with him and, like, okay, well, so what's been going on? Who's got the best relationship? What's it look like? And he's like, oh, I'm not paying attention to any of that. I'm I'm just trying to build a connection with Miss <laughs> Very he's like, smugly. My, my focus is 100% on Miss Like, Ren. he's trying to make these guys look bad for asking literal, obvious questions. Right. Of like, and he could not be colder to these like, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. just be like, hey, I'm, I'm new here. Like, uh, you know, what's going on? Like, what's your name? And he's like, I'm sorry. I just can't talk to you. I don't have time. Right. My focus is on Nicole. Excuse me. I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to uh, Miss Remy. But how Bye. many times have we saw his B-roll already of him being like, I can't believe so-and-so did that. I can't believe she's buying that. I'm going to beat them or whatever. He's like, so... Ugh. He is not focused on her. He is focused on everybody else. He is just a competitive man who wants to win. There exactly. is nothing romantic about this. By all. the end of this episode, the smirk has like been ingrained in me with just like a burning fire of so hatred. Annoying. It's really? so bad. Yes, I hate him. And in his oh B-roll God. in this conversation, he makes one statement that just like set me off and he said, it doesn't even matter. You're not going to catch up to me anyways. Like, all right, calm down. You've had yeah, he's one like, nice he's moment You gotta be faster than me to catch yeah. me, and that's not gonna happen. I'm what? like, what kind of saying is that, first of all? Also, your voice is annoying. I don't want to hear you breathe on my screen. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'm just getting wow, so Danielle. heated. Wow, oh, Jeez. Um, okay, so anyways. So the Daily Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, we get probably my favorite line of the entire show coming up right before we get to um, I, I the, feel like I know what the carnival. Um, Mrs. Remy, so Mama Remy, God bless her soul, says, I'm hoping these boys will insert themselves quickly with my daughter. Or like insert themselves quickly, period. And the host didn't miss a beat, and he said, "Mrs. Remy." Right. Yeah. Oh my god. And gosh. that was funny because he like called it out, but it was like totally in like in character or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just 
hilarious. Was she was like, um, I mean, I hope they talk quick, catch up time. Like, it was so <laughs> it cute, was and everyone was, was losing yeah, it. No, and I was, was like, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Mama Remy, for I, that It's moment. not the line that I thought you were going to say. I though. know, you missed one. You missed one. What, what, what? When we even get, that's even after we get the daily tea. When we get the daily tea, it's talking about what they're going to do, which is going to be the country fair, and there's going to be a mm-hmm. kissing booth. And Mr. Cones, in true Mr. Cones fashion, he oh. says, <laughs> "Let's just hope they have corn dogs." Can we get yes. this? Can we get this man a corn dog, please? <laughs> oh my gosh! Just I can't some believe some kind of traditional that. American food, yeah. please. This man is dying. He needs some bagel bites. <laughs> yeah, right. truly, he's hurting. I think this is a great time to also insert our. Uh, our future sponsor, Arby. Arby? <laughs> um, Can we get him a beef and cheddar? We did we're waiting it. for you. We did, we did have it. We just shoved our faces with the beef, so mm-hmm. we're ready for it you, was Arby's. It was okay. Yeah, Buck was like um, a forgotten virgin for Arby's. He maybe yeah. have had it before, but we're not really sure. Now that it's fresh on my mind, it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all um, right. Anyways, all right. So the fair, Buck, take us away. We get to the fair. What do we see? What do we see? What do we see, Cat? <laughs> so what we, do we see? see all kinds of things. <laughs> I, I don't all take the notes, the okay? Things I don't, I don't... in the carnival. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I thought it was really cool that they have a tight walker or a <laughs> tightrope so walker funny to me there. I don't cool. know if you were watching him in the background. He's just like. He's probably having the best day of his life. He's like probably making a, over a thousand dollars just to be there and walk on the tightrope, and that's all he's doing. He's just he's walking, walking back and back forth. and forth. And then at some point, he actually he's just, just dangling. He on just it, no, just he just sitting. lays down like he just, just like is chilling on it. <laughs> but I do want to make a comment about the apparel here. I did love the women's dresses, but goodness gracious, the men in the top hats. Top hats are not for me. I, I, like I'm okay oh. with it. Like it's just the fact that it's like such a big group of them, and they're all wearing top hats. It's like okay, like maybe like two or three of them you could have put top hats on. It would have worked. Here's but the now th- they have all you on for the top hat. Like it is definitely period. Like it makes sense. But you have to have a certain swag about you. It's like men who wear. Like, if you're daring to wear a fedora, unironically, for some reason. Right, right. Or one of those, like, page <laughs> yeah, if boy it's like hats. 20 years ago. Newsboy hat. Newsboy hat. Like, you have to have a certain air about you to make you not look like a pedophile. Or, <laughs> or a douche. A douche. Or just, like, terribly awkward. And these men are not Anthony Bridgerton. These men are not, are not Jonathan Bailey. I mean... Dr. Hatem is pretty close. He, yeah, he can he can pull it off. You know, oh there's gosh, a few that it's just not too bad. But again, it's just like, uh, I prefer them with the white puffy shirts. Like, right. let's just keep this stripped down, please. Yeah, I, yeah. I just did. I wasn't digging the top hat. Either. Yeah, it's not my not my thing. But so, we we get through and we have yeah. So we hear about some different competitions. Yeah. So we got tug of war right. and whichever group wins the tug of war, they get to have um just like a private time. Private time well, with the, whole, the, the, the whole, best think, friend and yeah, the sister. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing is that the court, like the best friend and the sister, are picking who goes on like the date or yeah, whatever. So yeah. they're like, oh, you get a chance to like interact with them, so you can plead your case on right. going to the date. So. Um, yeah. And then we got 
Let's just skip to it because honestly, this is all we want right. to talk about. The kissing booth. The kissing There's booth. a kissing booth in which these gentlemen can win a kiss with Miss Remy in her little box. Um, if they can hit the nail on the head. All the with way the in. They all have the to way drive it. As we learned way. from uh, Buck, I mean Captain Kim, um, that you have to get the nail completely into the stump. Right. I, I don't know why they struggled so hard with this. There were so many people that just like straight up missed the entire nail. Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. It I, seems like they were, they, most of them seem like they were swinging it like they've never swung a hammer in their life before. Yeah. It was just kind of awkward to me. So we did have two that successfully did it, and that was Mr. Bokioko. Bokikio. Bokikio, whatever. I don't, I don't even feel like it's worth knowing his name anymore. Um, and then the second is a Danielle fan favorite. Okay. Mr. Mr. Lincoln. Mr. Oh, I'm sorry. I go with, we're on a first name we're basis. On, on a first Me and Lincoln. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Eyeballs. Mr. Chapman. That kiss it was, was hot. And let me tell you, could I see their lips? No. You know what I could see? His shoulders, his back muscles. The way he le- oh my god, I'm like, give me a fan. Literally, he gra- he oh he cups her face like you can just see it. You can mm-hmm. see it in his back, and like I'm it just, was electric. It was a yeah, I was I felt it through the screen. I touched it, and I was like, Ooh, shocked. <laughs> it's so good. And I literally, I'm not necessarily a fan of his personality. I am a fan of their sexual relationship only, and I am just here for it. The way he looks at her it looks like he wants to eat her up like a piece of cake and i love it um goodness gracious, i'm sorry Daniel. what were we talking about uh, what is this what's going on um i get a drink so then we do have another kiss but not because he was successful dr hatim well, he wasn't successful at hitting the nail and the know, right and which is a little unnerving for the fact that he is an er doctor i feel like your aim should be pretty spot on yeah but anyway, well, he hit the well, nail. It just didn't go all the way in. Also, I just oh, we we know by this point that he's like a parkour dude. Parkour is, oh, right. as a hobby, and don't get me wrong, I'm like super not fit and like can't do that <laughs> stuff. But also, I'm allowed to have my opinion, and my opinion is that parkour is douchey. There, I said it. I didn't know people still did douchey. it. Yeah, I'm like, like what year do you is mean backflips? Like you do backflips yeah like you you climb on like just call it what it is and say and like you do back... gymnastics <laughs> <laughs> but outdoors like urban yeah. gymnastics or right. something like you can do backflip like it's impressive what you're doing is impressive but just if i see you trying to jump from a building to building and bouncing off people's walls and and stair ramps I just At think the you're age weird. of 33 or yeah, however like, old you are. <laughs> you're a grown-ass man and you're an <laughs> ER doctor. Like, what are you doing? Can you not just go to the gym like a normal person? you got to, like, Definitely be outside? Definitely expecting to see Dr. Hatim uh, on... Uh, what is that Netflix show? The Floor is Lava. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Definitely about to see him pop up in there with his surgeon buddies. Yeah, that's the next. That's where um, you'll see him. Yeah, but so he did not successfully hit the nail in. And then he decides, okay, well, let me do something else instead. So he gets up on a table and does a backflip off the table. And that was enough to... Miss Remy swooned. And she, she swooned. said, does that get him a kiss? Come and on And he in, just man. climbed right up and then kissed her and then kissed her and then kissed her some more and just, and just sat up there, there and talked 
Yeah. And all the boys were like. Bleh, bleh, bleh. I mean, they had to physically like remove. Yeah, them. literally one of the. I think it was Mr. Holland. Like, just went up and just picked him up it was and pulled Mr. Him. Shanklin. Oh, Mr. Shanklin. Okay, it was Mr. Whew, Shanklin. <laughs> I thought that was above Mr. Holland to do such a thing. Yeah. But sing sing along, Shanklin. Literally went up there and pulled him by his knees like a little baby, and then we just get B roll after B roll of Captain Kim. A little interview piece where he's like. This That's is not fair. This isn't the rules. If you're not going to respect the rules, then you shouldn't get to play. And this is not chivalrous. This is, <laughs> we are gentlemen, and this is not the rules. And I'm like, dude, exactly Remy wanted to kiss him. Like, chill out. He wasn't going, he didn't go, I'm going to do a backflip to get a kiss. Remy was like, that was hot. That Come right here. Like, yeah, yeah, like, sorry you didn't think of it. Hey, guess what? It's a competition. Yeah. And then somebody said, I don't know who it was. They said like. It was Dr. Hatim. He, he said, said, all is fair, fair in love and war. war. Right? I totally agree. To, like, a, to a point. Well, yeah. But it's, it's TV it's just and like, it's like a competition. In like comparison to out. everything um, Danny B has been doing of just like pulling her every second he can away from everyone else and like kissing her constantly. And what I do believe is, like, inappropriate moments to steal a kiss. Mm-hmm. Like, he, that that's, and then the way he does that, it rubs me the wrong way. But then Dr. Hatim doing a backflip. I'm like, yeah, he was just trying to be cute and, like, impress her. But he didn't do it at the detriment of anyone else. Right. Like, he didn't know that Remy was still going to be like, oh, come get a kiss, you know? Yeah, no, and I so agree. I see, I see your standpoint. And I have later words to say about how I do believe that there's some hypocrisy from our leading lady mm-hmm. um, later on, but we'll save that for we'll save that for another time. So now we get some just kind of free time, one on one time, and we finally see Mister Castronovo get his opportunity to bring that Italian fire. And man, was it awkward to watch. Very. I don't know if you felt the same way. I'm just not here for him. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was kind of rough. Like, she was very kind about it. And she was like, yeah, I can see that you're really trying. I appreciate that. But That's the last thing a guy wants to be told. Thank you for your effort. (laughs) It was brutal. Hey, do you want to go get like a a beer or like a coffee sometime? And the girl you're hitting on is just like, I appreciate the effort, but uh, no. That's going to be a no. Like it's demoralizing. Um, my one, and then we had I feel like two back to back cringe worthy moments in those little snippets. We got Brokikio, Danny B. He's like he gets grilled by the parents, right? Oh yes, and this was good. They were basically like, he's like, I'm here to find a connection. A connection. He's like, well, connection or love, and he just was like, um. Well, I mean, I think it's unrealistic to think that you could be in love in just, what is it, four months? Two months. Two, two months. months, you know. And uh, the dad's just like, well, that's what the show's for. So it's like, again, right. we get another comment similar to, you know, this is my daughter's heart, not a game. Yeah. And that's something yeah. that is reoccurring at this point of like, that has been directed at multiple men now. And I'm just like, yeah, boys, come on. Like, well, we're like hitting that wall, right? You're, they're ultimately trying to determine who wants to be there for the right reason instead of just being there because they're on a TV show. And, and I think what he's saying know. is valid. Yeah, of absolutely. like, yeah, you yeah. can't be, yeah. you can't go into this blind and be like, 
oh, I'm for sure going to fall in love. But he doesn't even seem open to the possibility that he could be in love because I don't think that there's a time frame for when you fall in love with someone. Right. Only you can tell the line between infatuation and love, you know. But to sit there and say just to be so hard about it is like, um, it does seem sketchy. It does seem red flaggy because you can just be like, I really want to fall in love. I hope we can fall in love I'm like and I'm super, excited yeah, about like, I'm it. I'm open to that possibility, but instead he was just like. No, yeah. He was well, like, I just don't think that's realistic. See, we like, also got some interesting okay. B-roll from him during this time too, which I made a note on. I think it was just him talking to like a producer or something, him in like an interview room. And he made a comment about talking to parents about their daughters and then he's like, daughters, daughter, well, who knows, really? And gives that little stupid that smirk. That little smirk. And I was just like, oh, my word. Like, why is he player. still here? It's player no one, vibes. It's some hidden player vibes. He yeah. just, after the first episode, honestly, all I get is, like, player vibes. Like, he seems very manipulative. Oh, absolutely. Very controlling. Like, he has anger problems. Absolutely. That are just bubbling about to come out. And I'm not here for it. And I think it is appropriate that we go into his one-on-one time with Miss Remy right now, too. <sighs> because he made some yep. super serious comments then about how he is expressing to her how upset he was about somebody else kissing her or something like that during the last farewell ball and he's like look you know i just need to know if you're here for me because you can't be serious with 11 yeah, guys he basically was trying to set her up to be like you need to tell me that i'm your favorite that i'm number one exactly. right now yeah, yeah, yeah or you're gonna lose me. and it was not fair to her no like, you signed up knowing fair. this was gonna happen that she's dating multiple men right i mean look you literally just said in your b-roll that there have been times where you've talked to people about their daughters, plural. Like, yeah. you have no room to talk. Like, you have obviously been a juggler of relationships. But even though, it, like, even so, it, she's not even a juggler of relationships. She's on a dating show. You know, yeah. like, she's doing nothing wrong at all. And he made no. her feel gross. She yeah. was crying. Like, I don't want him to give up on, like, and that's exactly what he wanted. He was smiling. Yes. He was smirking the whole time. Because oh, that's smart. He, because he's manipulative. Yes. It, it goes to, it comes down like a psychological thing where you, like, break down this person, you know, emotionally or whatever, so you can, like, control that. He also made the comment, I know what I want and I know what I have to offer. So I need to know if you're here for me. Yep. And yeah, I loved that he like flipped it around and was yeah. like, "Hey, are you here actually for me, or like are you?" Because I don't feel around? like it when I see you kissing other guys in a kissing booth <laughs> on I, the I dating can't. show you yeah. signed I up can't. for. I can't. Um, I'm the note I made here because I know how these dating shows go. Mm-hmm. I was like, he's either be- watching her reaction to him being that upset. I knew, I was like, he's either the one or he is going home, like, soon. Like, within the next two episodes, Because he's how they do, home. they peak yeah. the villain, and then after they peak the villain, they get the one viewers. to two episodes, and then the villain's gone, usually. Yes. But I hate it when the villain is, like, the top love interest for an extended amount of time, because it just, it makes me dislike 
the lead yes. because I'm like, you deserve better. You, this? you need to yeah. not be blind to this behavior. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. I'm anyways, I just feel like to, to move on from this because I feel like we could just bitch about how much we hate Brokikio <laughs> for like the whole 45 minutes. I want to end um, the fair, the carnival on a high note. Wait, we didn't um, talk about Mr. Shanklin again. That is exactly where oh, I'm going, okay. Buck. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Um, <laughs> we got serenaded again by Mr. Shanklin, except he wrote Man, Man Shankman, whatever his name Shanklin. is. Shanklin. He wrote a song for Miss Remy. Buck, do you want to sing it for us? Uh, I'm good. I'm, um, I got it. I, didn't, I don't think I wrote down <laughs> the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, basically, it was horrible and made no sense. And then he leaned in for a kiss, and she literally hand Stopped up. Him. No, um, and he goes, yeah. It, and his B roll, he's like, I'm making my move. I'm getting out of the friend zone, man. You watch me, blah blah blah. And then she's like, let's just, um, you know, move it, move slow. Let's move and he slowly. and he goes, yeah, I love that. That's perfect. That's exactly what I want. That's, that, oh, that's what that's what I want. Yeah, too. yeah. And he like goes, no, thing. no, no. You don't understand. I want to move slow. Like, like this was my idea. I'm moving slow. And then she's like, "Yeah, yeah, okay." And then and it's like one songs of the about guys, like how like love and like how he's her one or she's his I, one. Yeah, or whatever. it was like, terrible. I don't even know. But then some guy came up to like interrupt, and he was like, "Yeah, can I steal her for a second? And he goes, "Absolutely, I would love that. I got what I wanted from here." And I was right. like, Ugh. "He's delusional." Oh my god, he's delusional, dude. And he even says later on. Yeah, we made that move out of the friend zone, and I was, and then Mr. Edwards, the narrator, right. is like, "Yeah, into acquaintances." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was super awkward, and I don't know how you could come out of the interaction thinking like that. Well, that like went exactly how I wanted it. I really enjoyed yeah. that. Like that was perfect. <laughs> but then we got the best part. The best part. So cute. So Mr. Cones. Mr. Cones. He's Buck, sneaking your new back babe. up again. He's my man. guy. He's all like, I mean, I, I don't know. There's just something super attractive about a guy who's like, look, this is me. I'm going to be me. And this is how it's going to work. He's just unapologetic. And that's why Cat likes me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's just like. You guys are similar, Buck. You yeah. are similar. Yeah. Yeah. But he's they're, they're sitting out on a blanket and he's trying to get comfortable. And he's like, okay, hang on. I need I to take, take these. my boots I off. I take these boots off. I <laughs> gotta let, let these, these little weenie or what little, sausages. Little, little sausages. Little sausages breathe. Yeah, yes. it was so cute. And they were just both loving that moment. They were laughing yeah. so much. And it honestly did remind me of us. Because that's oh, wait, what my, who's us? Me and you. Me, yeah. and, me and Kat. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but You're no. looking at me saying us, but nobody else Nobody knows else can that. see that. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> right. No, but like, because that's just how we are, like, you're my friend first and then mm -hmm. we're in a relationship that's built on top of that that's why i think they could go so i know far. Yeah, like I'm that makes it. your but relationship I'm, so fun i'm worried though because in a show like this you have to balance that really carefully you do though. because I, I feel like if you lean too hard into that you don't get enough of like that like spark or like that, because that passion, honestly that that's what that's what drives you to pick that person in the end is because you feel that spark like almost not like that where friendship it's, but the the yeah. romance yeah like it's almost like an animalistic thing where it's like I'm yeah just like, i totally attract and so person. that's why i feel like it doesn't a lot of these relationships don't work out on reality shows is because they don't get that opportunity to form that like friendship foundation and the ones they do i think we've seen it 
where sometimes after the show's over and they have a failed engagement, they'll start dating one of the other like yeah contestants yeah. Mm-hmm. that was like in the middle because we see oh yeah they did have like a really cute just like chill vibe together right and so Mr. Cones is playing the long game here he is yeah I. And, and I'm a here for big it. fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm here but for they it. did have a good connection Beautiful there too. Beautiful moment, deep. They had, and that was yeah. one thing he said. He was like, "I want to get something deeper on top of this," and mm-hmm. so they did. They and got she, real. He yeah. said, "Let's get real," and she said, "Okay, straight up. Have you ever dated a black girl?" And that sparked the conversation of like her struggles with being a black woman growing up and how she felt, you know, not seen and. He, I felt, had an amazing response to her of just like, I'm so sorry, like, you don't deserve that. And he's like, I've had these struggles, but at the end of the day, none of that was because of the color of my skin. Right. And like owned it. And he was just like, I've put in a lot of work. I need to still do work. And then they had the beautiful yes. moment. That was fantastic. Was Middle really, finger to the world. Yes, I was really expecting them to blur it out for some reason. Right. They yeah, didn't. they did it. They just held up the middle fingers so happy they to did. all the ones who don't get it. Yep. And I was like, I couldn't have said it better and myself. Then you, and like, I don't know if you guys felt, I felt that moment. Like, yeah. That yeah. Was, it was, it, it felt, felt real. So, yeah, it was genuine. It was. It wasn't, you know, this yeah. force from either side. It wasn't just the chemistry. Mm-hmm. It was the mix of the understanding, the both being humans, the vibe that they are feeling with each other. It was the entire package wrapped up in a single moment. Beautiful. Yep. And maybe it's just, it. I might be projecting because I do see a lot of myself in yeah. Mr. Cones. No, Mr. Mr. Cones, as I feel like for all of us, has we've always loved him. And I think he is quickly soaring to the top. I mean, he's, yeah, like he, he's got what it takes to go long, long game. But will Remy see that? Yeah. That's I the think question. She does. I think she does. That's the I question. I am not confident. I don't see a lot of I like sexual chemistry between them. And that is something she seems to be very, very on. focused on. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I just feel like, I mean, it makes sense that Buck, you're just like, oh, Mr. Combs, he's so happy. He's so fun. Why wouldn't she pick him? Is because that's how we all got with our significant others. Yeah. Is, Bessie's for life. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to put a ring on that too. <laughs> so just, I'm going to make our friendship permanent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to be best friends forever? Yeah. You, you can't leave. <laughs> and like, when do we start kissing? <laughs> when we'll does that we'll happen? <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we can all agree, Mr. Cones, we want to see him happy no matter what, whether that be outside of this show. He just seems like a really really awesome dude so and i just hope he gets a corn dog soon i know i'm pulling for so. you bud i'll send you a corn dog yeah what's your what's your p.o box hit me up bro um so all right we go into fencing fencing and we have dr hatem mr judge mr chapman and well, we mr mumbra yeah because they they won the uh they were the ones that were chosen by the uh court yeah. to go after to go the, to after the, the tug of war yeah um Dr. Tim is very intense. Oh, he's very I confident mean, about it this. It makes sense because he is a parkourer. So, <laughs> yeah, notoriously, they take their work very seriously. Yeah, notoriously, <laughs> those parkourers are really intense. Um, and, and probably just, you know, you know, the, I mean, let's be honest. I assume Dr. Hatem and Mr. Mumbre are going to have more experience with this. Than Mr. Judge or Mr. Chapman because they're both from Europe. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is a traditionally European uh, sport. Are you assuming that 
European people know how to fence. Yeah. I'm saying they are more familiar with it than Americans Anything are. classy, they know. just know how to do. It's in their blood. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that's true. Americans, we know how to eat. And but drive monster it. trucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mr. Chapman needs to chill. You know I love him, Mr. Dreamy to me, but... Dude's addicted to competition. Yes, like he is. every episode, he's like, "I have to win." Oh yeah, like uh, when they were doing the cricket, he was just like playing the whole time. Yeah, he's like he was just playing, just super competitive. Playing. And like, you know how we have already made jokes about how many times we have to hear that Mister Judge comes from a small town. That's how many times do we have to hear Lincoln say he's competitive and he hates losing because he played football in high right. school? Right. Like yeah, some of the some of the people are like really caught up on like a lot of high school things i feel like that makes sense like to me. <laughs> ca- like captain kim is like very caught up on like his high school sweetheart still we'll get there we'll yeah, get there yeah yeah it's just kind of uh, weird so dr or i'm sorry mr hunter and mr bokikio are the first ones to uh pair off and Something that got me that I had to write a note on is Mr. Edwards, while he's narrating, says the two fan favorites, Mr. Hunter and Mr. Bokikio. And I'm just like, what fans did you pull for that? Like, I think it's um, none because the they... courts fans. <laughs> Man, I was, oh, yeah, yeah. I, but that got me. I was just like, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Not As a fan, fan not a favorite. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But literally, uh, I just. <sighs> I just don't even have the words for how much I just... I can't stand listening to Brokikio talk. I just... Him and Captain Kim right now, like, he's just so... Captain Kim is so insecure, and it's just the same cycle. And he's been on the dance card, like, how many times? Twice. Twice. I just... It's a lot. It's a lot. And while we're talking about it, we do, it does a lot of cut back and forth between the fencing scene and the rest of the guys in their, you know, sleeping quarters or yeah. whatever. Um, but in this scene, there, somebody's talking to Dr. or Captain Kim specifically. Um, and you can tell he is threatened a lot, very insecure. But one thing I've noticed is he cannot have a conversation about his feelings without talking about his ex. Yeah. And and I'm wondering, are you still hung up on your ex? Absolutely. Or he has nothing else to compare it to, and he's just trying to be, like, deep, and that's the only thing he can connect back to. Yeah, I think he had established that that was, like, his only, like, serious relationship. And being in in the military, you know, he probably, like, I'm assuming he doesn't have any time to date while he was overseas or wherever he was stationed. I don't know. (laughs) I'm thinking... He's still hung up on this relationship. I mean, yeah, especially if that was his only serious relationship. I mean, think about it. Which you were, again, it just you don't. It's not your time to be on this show. You need right. to go. Yeah, to think about think about like <laughs> if you were going on a like your second date with like a, a prospective like significant other, and all they did the whole time was just talk about you know their high school sweetheart. Yeah, no, it would be red flag after red flag yeah. for me on that for sure. So I'm just I'm out on it. I just can't do it. But we get to see some cute one-on-ones during the fencing portion of mm-hmm. the date. Um, Lincoln and her, again, they're talking. And he brings up that he not only lives in a van, not even like a cool converted van. He just straight up lives in a white Odyssey. A minivan. A minivan. And I guess now we know he models 
but he says it's very sparse and here and there. Um, so he just lives in a van. Yeah, but what what does he do for a living then? We don't know. Models part time. He's probably social media. I mean, he doesn't have any bills. Like, let's not act like he's probably not just a social media influencer. Um, That's usually what happens. But uh, love it. They go in for the kiss. And who was it that interrupted? Mr. (laughs) Mumber? Mr. Judge. Mr. Judge. Oh, no. Mr. Judge interrupted Lincoln. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, Mr. Judge, again, I said I like him. Yeah. I like him. He wants to be... He wants to be a dad. Like, we learn that, you know, he lives Wait, in thought, a small town. I thought town. it was uh, Mr. Judge and Miss Remy that were going to kiss. And then... This happened Lombre. multiple it, times. Oh, it happened multiple, twice. Multiple okay. times. Yeah. Then I'm confused. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So, Lincoln and her were about to kiss. And Mr. Judge interrupts. And then they're talking. Mr. Judge and her are about to kiss. And Mr. Mumbray swoops in. And Mr. Judge is like, oh, you did me dirty, man. You did me dirty. Yeah, he's like, you knew exactly you what knew you exactly were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tactical. I love it, though, because then they go off on their own, and we get to see that he opens up a little he bit. He does. And, you know, it as a fan of Mr. Mumbray, it was nice to see. Like, he kind of softens his, himself a little bit and just, you know, just talks to her, which is, I'm assuming, very difficult to do in this kind of environment. You're, yeah. like, going from something fun to something challenging to, okay, now I have to be super vulnerable with this person that I literally just met. So I imagine that being very difficult. But it was really nice to see this moment. And it was very sweet. And, you know, he's talking about his past and yep. how he hasn't had a uh, really any serious relationships in his past and you he's talking he about it was like a three month long relationship it was like the longest yeah and you know she, she's like okay well why right because that can be a red flag when yeah you're older. but you know he's very wise it seems he's like you know it was really just i didn't love myself and i didn't accept myself and i've worked through that and now i'm ready for a big commitment and i'm just like that's so amazing that's right. so honest and i like i personally get that because that's was me i was like i couldn't be in a long-term relationship because i didn't even think i deserved that and that goes so deep right yeah, i mean you have you to know? you have to learn to love yourself yeah you and can... so and it's like truly once you get to that point for me that was like oh okay and then it's like you kind of see everything differently now you see your possibilities in your future like and i so can't like, i can be go. loved yeah like, i am capable of being loved i mean it's something that's hard to accept sometimes but yeah. one thing i noted i don't know if you picked up on it danielle as a fan again i was a little bit heartbroken by this she just did not seem to be feeling this conversation no, i wrote down there's no spark yeah she just wasn't yeah. really into it no, he. That's why I worry for like him specifically, and and even Mr. Cones is like again. I think friendship vibes are all I'm seeing so far. Right. So it makes me worried. But all right. Well, I mean that kind of wraps up everything. I feel like that was pretty pretty major for the rest of the episode. Now we can move to the farewell dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she does mention before that she's when she's talking to her court to just kind of debrief her on debrief them on the uh activities of the day um she does mention that she's really worried that somebody's heart is gonna be broken i don't know about you but i was like oh no who is she sending home now i just thought well you think very highly of yourself (laughs) (laughs) but yeah no we get to the uh the farewell ball and you know when they first open the doors 
and we see her i was like holy cow that dress mm-hmm. is amazing yeah no, i was worried that cow was gonna be like oh it looks like a nightgown with appliques and i did <laughs> say i don't love the details right oh it's not appliques specifically this time no the little pearls or i thought I she looked whatever. stunning but it did give me nightgown vibes it did. but yeah. she looked beautiful she did so. look beautiful i would be surprised if we got through a single one of these episodes without cat mentioning mentioning appliques. Appliques. it's a new drinking game <laughs> drink every time you hear the word applique <laughs> like i didn't bring it up at all today yeah, this is true until right yeah, you, now. You, you bent the rules and just said <laughs> details. <Yeah. laughs> so uh, now we have, this is the new turn. Uh, normally we get to hear how many suitors are going home, but they just said there's going to be four dances. Four so we dances, don't know yes. how many yeah. of those four are going home. So we end up with Mr. Castronova, Mr. Shanklin, Captain Kim again returned, and Mr... Bokikio in the bottom. We are I know. so hoping. You were celebrating. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I, I'm just so excited to see him on the dance card. Like Favorite please. bottom four. When just they, most deserved home. bottom yes. four. Yeah. And when they announced uh, Mr. Shanklin, I was like, yes. He's got to go. Yes. There's no way that man could survive after that terrible was, love song. I was just thinking, do it. Um. So basically, I... Don't even remember who went first at this point, but let's just get it out of the way. Mr. Singalong, Mr. Shanklin, he is they're dancing. You can clearly tell he's going home. Right. Then what does he do, Buck? What does this idiot do? What does he do? He drops the L bomb. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> How do you forget that? I, 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 just, Buck I has disassociated yeah. it okay. completely. But that's not all he does because she, okay, so she starts the conversation by saying, you know, I think you're coming on too strong and too fast. Um, you know, you only show your affection by singing. And, you know, she's obviously not feeling it. And he's like, if you let me go tonight, you're making a big mistake. So, yeah. And that's where I want to kind of circle back a little bit into why i think miss remy's a little hypocritical let's hear it let's hear the danielle hot take so i feel like and maybe i'm jumping the gun on this but i do feel like um mr bokikio has said some similar things yes and she just is like (laughs) and then when mr shanklin says something like, oh, you know, I do think if you let me go, like, you are going to be making a big mistake because, like, da da da. She's like, oh, are you questioning, are you questioning my, judgment? my judgment? Right. You know, whereas, like, multiple men, I'm pretty sure, have questioned your judgment if we're calling it that now, and you have just eaten it up because you are sexually attracted to them. Whereas, like, now she's just looking, I feel like, for reasons to make herself not feel bad for sending him home right so anyway but he does but go she doesn't on to she say. Does, by the way she's she doesn't have to feel bad for sending no someone. exactly Absolutely. you yeah. don't feel it you don't yeah. feel it but just, don't i again that's what i just felt was like it's starting to rub me the wrong way miss nicole there are some things that aren't lining up for mm-hmm. me and then he goes on to say you know it's your choice to make but if you do choose to send me home i'm gonna love you anyways love yeah. you and yeah. you can see the reaction from the guys they're and like, they're like Whoa, did, what? Yeah, like, did he just say love 
Did he just say and that? And she's just basically like, wait, do you love me? And he's like, I think I could get there. You know, but then even when she that seemed officially... like a backpedal answer to me. Yeah, well, well no, 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 because she's like, like, shit, I do went you way too far. Think you're in love with me? And he's like, well, I think we, because I think there is a difference between loving love someone and, and being in love. But still, I it was just a lot. Like, it was like, a lot. I love Arby's, but I'm not in love with Arby's. Right, you know? and there's yeah, it just. <laughs> I almost think you can be in love with someone faster than you can love someone. Yes. Uh, if, well, I don't know. If you think about the line between infatuation, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and being that's in love. true. That's true. But yeah, so he goes, he and goes. we're all ready for that. And the again, Mama Remy coming in hot with some lines. She whispered to her husband and said, "I told you it was too much singing." Yes, <laughs> uh, I know. I I love her parents so much. I know. They're so so gentle. They're so gentle. Like, they don't have a whole lot of speaking lines or whatever, like, in the show. But when they do say something, it's like, thank you for, like, being the logical one on the show. Like, thanks. Yeah. And so we get Mr. Kim. I don't even, like, it was so annoying. It was the same conversation we've seen two other times. It's the it is legitimately the same thing. The every same time. Okay, but here's the thing. Again, I'm gonna take it back to he's still not over his ex because no. he says seeing up. my trauma pop up again. Okay, so you're reliving this trauma over and over again. You have not resolved this. Yeah. Like he says, I know I have feelings for it. No. You are having traumatic like connections to another experience. That yeah. does not mean you have feelings for her. That means you're not over this past experience. And I will say, I did appreciate, though, and I feel like I've noticed this several times with him, but he... he The way he words certain things, I do appreciate, because he did say, like, you know, I know I, I was upset, and I, like, I want to be honest about that, but I think why, you know, is because, like you said, Kat, it, like, reopened that trauma, and then you kind of circle that back to he said it's not your fault though like i don't want you to feel bad for the fact that i react like you did nothing wrong and that i think is what still makes captain kim all of his annoyances and all a better man than brokikio because half of them honestly over half of them is because he's realizing i'm reacting poorly to these situations because of my issues not that you're doing anything wrong because right. we're on a reality dating show. Yeah, I think right. it almost kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier when uh, Mr. Mumbray and Miss Remy were having the one-on-one. You have to love yourself. Right, right. And I, I just don't think that he's at that point yet. So Captain Kim is staying. Yeah, Captain Kim is safe. Then we've got um, Mr. Castronova. Right. Well, let's talk about Mr. Bokikio Mr. Bokikio, Bokikio, whatever. You keep calling him bro Kikio. Because he's a bro. I'm about it. <laughs> um, he's staying. I hate him. He's staying. We're all in, <laughs> like infuriated that he's staying. He's but staying. That's, that, that's just good TV. And what does he do again? Kisses her. He kisses her. And kisses no her. one is happy. And Love. her dad is like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. He's like, I don't trust him. I think he's a bad match. I like, need her sister and her best friend to see, like, to what say the something. heck are they doing? Because they're not spotting a single snake in these woods. Right. Like, and how timid they were about what's his face? So Safa, like, and that whole situation still yeah. pisses me okay, off. Okay, but can we talk about, because it, I'm seeing more reactions out of Miss 
her friend this episode than we have in the past. Did you notice that? No, honestly, I try not to look at her face. Okay. Um, really <laughs> I'm so like mad her, at her. <laughs> I, I did notice that. Like, there is more interaction. Like, there's more investment. She doesn't have as much sexual tension yeah, to feel through. She's not like. I'm assuming, you know, I have no idea what the situation was, but I'm assuming because she was constantly on edge because of this thing going on with one of the contestants that's there to date her best friend, but she's, she's allowing to, yeah. to open herself up now. Whatever, maybe. Just don't. I just. Man, you guys are really, really reading into this. This is what women do. I but guess we, so, dude. We like, have I to just, constantly be of observant sh- of our of the surroundings. Shit you guys like talk about is like, like dude, I, I didn't. didn't that didn't even cross that. my mind. <laughs> like I'm just like existing, watching the show, and you guys are like, oh, did you see the way she looked at him? Like and blinked three yeah. times. That obviously so... means she like doesn't like the way he smells right now and yeah. i'm like what yeah did you see the way her shoulder twitched like yeah. she did not want him touching her. um no but okay yeah so burkikio he's safe she's just basically like you concern me but i love you <laughs> like yeah. she is just so so infatuated with she him is. and i I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not I trying to say either. he's ugly. I know that like he's someone's cup of tea. Clearly he's missing Remy's, but like what is it about him? He's not like I think dropped dead gorgeous. No. His personality seems like a wet paper towel and his voice is annoying. Maybe and she I'm, likes his accent. Maybe the whole I just Yeah, ugh. maybe the was it New York? New York real yeah. estate agent voice is like doing it for i him. am just no i like mr mr castronova's voice is better than yeah. his if we're going for like that brooklyn i agree brooklyn boy and he makes pizza so and you he know he's pizza. a real one so let's talk mr castronovo yeah because this was hard to watch she points out that she's still not feeling the butterflies and that makes me super angry yeah in general that just makes me super angry because you're not always going to feel butterflies like you're just not and even when you are with someone that does make you feel those things if she's with mr bokikio so so far down the road whatever she's not gonna feel those butterflies anymore yeah like that's just not reality and again i think that goes back to what she's putting her stock in yes is is all physical whether that be like that immediate spark or actual physical intimacy that they're experiencing and his like whirlwind romance yeah, like, yeah. yeah. which makes sense because she's clearly obsessed with jane austen yeah so but his response was just like man i wish things were different because yep. he says well i can tell you this there's not a day that'll go by where you won't feel like the most important woman yeah like holy cow tell me that and that's it we're done like yeah. we're let's go find a it, I, it let's made, go find a house to buy we'll <laughs> start our life together him, yeah. him him going like saying that and the way he handles being sent home really it made me like him more towards yes. the end of it and i was like okay because he was acting douchey he was acting cocky like i gotta get these boys out pow pow let's in this competition right. but you know i thought his exit was graceful his parents love that man. Her parents. He literally, or her parents. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they're about to adopt him. <laughs> Probably. But yeah, they, he true. literally was like, I'll come, um, visit I'll you come in, in Seattle. Seattle and make, make you some pizza. pizza. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, they're, they're just so heartbroken. But and his, he, and man, and he was so bummed out. His cry at the end. At first I was like, is that fake? And then I'm like, hmm, maybe not. I don't know. But yeah. whatever. He exited. I'm, glad he's gone i'm not gonna act beat up about it um didn't like him savage daniel 
I didn't like them. I didn't. I, just, see... I didn't think that they could make. Yeah, it I didn't see them together. Right. I don't understand why the parents liked him so much. But... Well, I, that that's interesting because what it, that made me think of is like there must there must be something going on like that we're not seeing like the, stu- the unaired really stuff. It, yeah, like, yeah, like, and like, I mean he's know? obviously very mature. Yeah, he is mature for the most part. We've seen him be like mature with his parents and in yeah. this situation he handled it very maturely so you know that can be said is a lot yeah uh, it goes a long way especially in a situation where you're trusting another man to come in and take your daughter and like spend the rest of your life with her yeah 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 like you want somebody that's gonna have that solid head on their shoulders not yeah. a mr bokikio yeah you're right you're right well i mean all in all episode was pretty good um, we got to see some sword fighting. We got to see some sword fighting. Some Maybe fencing. jousting is next. <laughs> um, are, are you really calling me out? It was <laughs> just a joke. It was a joke. But anyways, well, let's wrap this crap up. Um, Lincoln, Mr. Eyeballs, you caught my eyes this episode. Main takeaway for from me? this episode, yeah. Uh, Mr. Cones, send me your address. I'm gonna ship you some. Amen. Corn dogs. We love you, Cones. Yes. Cat. I I am I am being a little bit reserved right now. I'm liking Mr. Hadim right now. I'm liking Mr. Uh, Cones. Like I I'm my my time may be shifting a little bit here. I think we are all here to see Mr. Cones. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, let's just Mr. Get Cones. A reality we TV are a Mr. Spin-off. Cones fan <laughs> podcast, and we're yeah we're waiting for that spinoff. Um. Well, until next time. This is it. I'm Danielle, and I'm going away. Bye, Danielle. Bye. Bye.